as lines. As boys' lines. As bold as lions. As bold as lions. As bold as lions. You're listening to the As Bold as Lions podcast. Hello, this is the As Bold as Lions podcast. I'm your host, Derek Charles Johnson. So glad you could join me. We are looking at some psalms for this month of June, and uh, we're in a series titled Summer of Psalms. And this uh, accompanies a blog that I do over at my website, DerekCharlesJohnson.com, just putting that plug in every week just to say this is um, tied in with that. And also there's um, blogs and devotionals that can come to your email inbox. Yeah, you can go and sign them at my website, the As Bold As Lines tab. You'll you'll see a tab there. You can put in your email. It's a magical thing. You, you put that in, you send it. I get a notification that says, hey, so-and-so wants to be on the email list. I go, okay. I put their email in, and uh, voila, you have uh, blogs and devotionals coming to your email inbox. So if that's something you're interested in, and I, I try not to spam people with that, I try to keep that very much um, on point and, and on message. So um, Mondays and Fridays, you get a devotional. Wednesday is the blog of the week, um, which... Uh, lately, the the podcast has been very closely tied in with that. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. Sometimes the devotionals are very closely tied in to the blog as well, and sometimes they are not. Just kind of however the Spirit's moving, I guess, at, at the particular moment. Um, but I'm trying to work ahead a few weeks and, and kind of plan this out. So all that to say, I encourage you to sign up for these emails. Um, I encourage you to share all this. If you are a fan of the podcast and you're like, this has um, been encouraging for me, please uh, send it along to somebody else. Somehow share that link or um, email it to them or whatever. Um, that just is something that... Um, not for me, but, but just for, um, for kingdom building, for encouraging, for hopefully equipping, um, other people in their walk. So that's what we're all about. Hey, I'm not going to spend a lot of time setting up today's Psalm. I want to get right into reading it. Um, it's Psalm 91 and you've probably heard it before. It's 16 verses. So a little bit longer again, but I want to just dive in and read it. And then we're going to talk about it and pull out some themes. So here we go. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High, who is my refuge, 
No evil shall be allowed to befall you. No plague come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder, the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him, I will protect him, because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him, I will be with him in trouble, I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Guys, this is an awesome psalm. Um, I'm titling this Our Refuge and Fortress. And I think as you go back through this, you, you see that those themes kind of repeated throughout this. And Psalm 91 is known as the soldier's psalm or soldier's prayer. And as we read through it, we understand why. It's it's a plea for protection and for safety. It's a request for victory in the battle. And this, this psalm was uh, important for me to include in this series because I think it's a reminder we need as Christians right now. We're in a battle. Amen? Um, this world is is bringing so much opposition. Faith is under attack. We're seeing, you know, um, the persecution at our doorstep within the church. The enemy is is upon us, and there's just evil. I mean, I'm I'm I shudder to think. I shudder to to open up my my social media or my email even these days. Um, turn on the news, just anything, because there's just so much evil that I see out there and so many things that just look wrong and, and do not look right with this world. And so, you know, like good soldiers in, in the army of the Lord, we, we want the, the good guys to win. We want to stand firm in the fight. We want to keep going, but we're seeing a lot of bad stuff. And it's a Psalm like Psalm 91 that I feel like I need right now, because as I look at this world, I just say, no, God's got this. God is in control. He's still our footing and our foundation in him is secure. He's not going to let us just be cast away. So as we, um, as we look at these Psalms and, you know, there's some overlap that we see, and especially probably Psalm 23, the most, mostly with, with today's Psalm, there's this theme of, of drawing near to the Lord and, and just finding his rest, finding his protection. Um, if Psalm 23 was talking about walking through the shadow of death, I think Psalm 91 leans even further into this direction. Psalm 23, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. That's Psalm 23, verse 4. You know, we, we see that even more as we look at the whole of Psalm 91. Um, we think of Christians, you know, who, who face just the severe persecution over over time, especially more in, in modern days in the last hundred years or so. We think about Nazi Germany or um, the persecuted church in China and in communist China. And we realize that Satan just hates and he utterly just despises those who profess the name of the Lord. But if we're in the sold, if we're soldiers in the army of the Lord, this is a, a soldier's song as we're talking about. We have to stand firmly and we have to be confident in the battle. God is not done. So once again, just kind of going rapid fire through this psalm, picking out some themes. Um, again, there's more here than what I'm going to be able to cover in, in just 
15 to 20 minutes or, or however long this goes. But this is something that hopefully just kind of nudges you in the right direction and just gives you something as you go back into Psalm like this or, or other passages and you just kind of pull out some things and, and, and use that, that time to draw close to the Lord and, and hear what he's saying to you. So, uh, that being said, let's get started and uh, jump into our first point, which is those who dwell will be delivered. Those who dwell will be delivered. So there's these words that, that just start out verse one, he who dwells in the shelter of the most high and um, will abide in the shadow of the almighty. He who dwells in the shelter of the most high will abide in the shadow of the almighty. So these two words dwell and abide, they stand out. Uh, to me. And they're really kind of synonyms of each other. They they both have a similar meaning to to live, to stay, to reside and so forth. So as we understand that meaning, I believe we we realize serving the Lord isn't just a Sunday thing or a once in a while kind of on on and off again type of thing that it's it's a lifestyle. It's something that we do. It's 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 the whole of us. It's our being dwelling in the Lord. It's the place that we camp out. We don't leave that place. We stay there. We we reside. We abide. And what is the promise of a life that's lived this way? Well, it's his deliverance and his protection. We live in the shadow of the Almighty. You know, these these words and phrases that, that we, we see in this psalm, he, he talks about he, he the Lord covering us, the Lord being our refuge, our shield, our our buckler. I didn't have time to look up that word, but that's a cool word, buckler. Um you should you should maybe do some study on that and just see what, what that's all about. Um and I'm going from the English Standard Version, so you might just find another version and uh and see what, how it translates that. But he's our shield. We, we can, we can rest in that because he, he protects us. What do you put a shield up for? Well, somebody's shooting at you. Somebody's trying to get, get after you. Somebody's trying to kill you, try to hit you, whatever. That, that's there to protect you. And that is what the Lord comes in and, and brings to you. But you have to be in that place of dwelling and abiding where you're just like, I'm resting in the Lord. I'm, I'm trusting in him. And those who choose to, to, to do that will find themselves taken care of and watched over. Secondly, because of God's protection, we need not fear. Yes, the enemy is real. The psalmist doesn't try to sugarcoat things or, or pretend there's not a foe. The foe is real. The battle is real. But the protection we lay claim to in the Lord gives us a posture where fear is abated. The protection we have in God allows us to not be afraid. I love these verses, and I imagine kind of what's going on in the spiritual realm as we walk through the valley. I talked about the valley in Psalm 23. I, I, I'm trying to think of, you know, as I'm walking through whatever this world is bringing me, and there's a whole spiritual battle that's going on, right? Like, um, it talks about, I believe it's in, in Corinthians of the weapons of our warfare, not being carnal, therefore not being man-made or, um, you know, it, but mighty through God and the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and everything, uh, that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Um, 
just all this stuff that seems to be a, a spiritual battle that's at play. And that's the war that we're in. Like we see a lot of things going on in the physical. We see what's on the TV. We read the stories. We, we know what's going on. We, we hear, um, of just bad things happening, but we have to realize that there's like this spiritual component that's going on behind all of it. And that's where we fight. That's where the Lord is at. That is, you know, he, he is, he is truth. He is spirit. And, um, we, we know, that as we walk through these things, he is there. He is in the midst of it, and he's offering us protection. Think of all the things that the enemy would love to do to you. Think of all the things that, that he potentially could do to you, but God puts his protection over you and around you and surrounds you as you're going through life. And there's so many things that, that you know, physical things that, that could manifest or, or just spiritual attacks or whatever. Um, but we can pray and ask for the Lord's covering over us. You know, pray the, the blood of Jesus over, over your life, over your, over your mind, over your thoughts, over your home, over your, your kids. Like that's something that we can pray for and believe that we don't have to fear the enemy, even though it's dark, even though this battle is, is, is crazy. We don't have to fear all that because we have the protection of the Lord. Verse 8 here in, in what I read, it's the English Standard Version again, um, says, you will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. So kind of a heady verse, kind of uh, some terminology there that maybe we're not always familiar with. But from the New Living Translation, that same verse is translated, you will only watch and see the wicked punished. That is so awesome. You only watch and see the wicked punished. Short and simple and to the point, it's saying, stand firm, see the deliverance of the Lord when you're faced with the onslaught of the wicked, and do not fear. Thirdly, we experience victory as we step out. So if fear is removed, what is left that keeps us from moving forward? What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? That's Romans 8.31. The psalmist here continues to lay out this theme of protection, and it comes as we dwell in the presence of the Lord. And as we abide in that place, we are in the center of His will. But He's calling us out into deeper places of authority and power resting on his capabilities and not our own. He says, you will tread on the lion and the adder, the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. We must acknowledge that God is sovereign and all-powerful, and we must live in this expectation where we must take the land under the authority that he's granted us. We think about Israel going forward into the land as they, as they crossed the Red Sea and as under Joshua, they, they crossed the Jordan and they, they start going into the promised land and they start going into the battles, Jericho and, and so forth. And they're taking the land, um, conquest after conquest after conquest. And Psalm 91, and I feel like is just almost this dare to say, how much do we believe God for and how much are we willing to ask. Guys, there's nothing that's impossible with him. Christ has already given us the the victory over sin and death at the cross, and we stand in that victory and we claim we lay claim to it each and every time we move forward in faith. That victory is ours every day as we move out. And we just have to stand firm in it and we have to we have to claim it over our lives and say, God, there's nothing that I face today that's impossible as long as you're with me. 
Finally, this is the fourth point. It says, God will answer when we call. Psalm 91 just ends with this super great promise. It says, when he calls to me, this is God speaking, when he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. And he's talking about us. If you are a person who circles the promises of God in your Bible, this this would be a great one to just just wrap some circles around with your ink pen and just be like this. I'm 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 saying this is this is my laying claim to this. I'm saying this is what I have in the Lord. I'm trying to get the words out here, um, but highlight it, whatever, star it. It's something to just remind yourselves like this is what God thinks of me. This is how God looks at me because. I am abiding in him. I am dwelling in him. I am stepping out in faith and he's going to be with me in times of trouble. He's going to answer when I call. He's not far off. He's not aloof. He's not, you know, somehow distracted. He's right in the middle of this, all of this with me. Guys, that's awesome. I mean, the, the, these verses cap off this psalm and it should reassure our minds. This, this whole psalm should be like just, something when you face real uncertainty or you look at the world and your your anxiety goes to the roof, this should be a psalm that, that you start reading and just like, this this is who God is. This is who I am in Him. And He's He's the answer that I need. He's He's going to come when I'm in distress. We we're gonna see His hand of salvation. And we see these things that we step out in faith. So we must take assurance from these verses. We must be of, of good cheer because, you know, God hears us when we call. He's not, he's, you know, the, the, the phone line's always open. He's not like, um, there's only certain visiting hours with God. Like God's always there. He's always available. We can always talk to him. We can always present our requests before him. And we can, we can even just come and say, God, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm paralyzed by so much that's going on. How, how do I distrust you more? How do I, Take what I'm reading here and, and, and internalize it and, and allow it to motivate me to move forward because, you know, maybe this job situation is, is, seems too big. Maybe, um, this, this move seems too big of, uh, of where I'm feeling like you're calling me. Maybe this, um, decision to go into to school or, or pursue a different, um, area of, of study is, is seems too big or, uh, starting a family or even the thought of getting married or whatever. There's, there's all these things that we say, this, this seems too big or seems hard right now. And we can say, you know, God be with me in the middle of this because my fear, if I listen to it every day, it's just going to paralyze me. It's going to lock me up and I'm not going to move forward at all, but I need to see you beyond all this fear and all this stuff that, that, that wants to come at me. So this is, um, you know, the soldier Psalm, as we talked about, and I hope that this is, uh, uh, something that, that causes us to push back at the enemy. We're, we're tired of seeing our friends and our family members picked off, taken by lies and deception. We're tired of seeing what, what this world is doing to Christians. And a lot of times we feel like we're small in number and we're weak and we're out. We're, we're just, we don't have any uh, ability to fight back. But Goliath was taken down with one stone and guys, God is still calling Christians to be David's and take down Goliath. God is not done. I wholeheartedly believe that. 
I believe when we recognize the Lord as our refuge and our fortress, we can get fired up. You know, what, what can man really do to me? What can the evil one destroy? I've already been redeemed in Christ. Paul has this verse in Philippians 121, to live is Christ, to die is gain. You know, if tomorrow I, I go to be with the Lord, then that's better than being here. But if I'm going to be here, I'm going to live for him. I'm going to, I'm going to obey him. I'm not going to let things hold me back from doing what his will is for me in this life. So to truly understand that, to truly move out, we, we have to see who he is and our identity in him as well. Guys, I hope that, uh, that you're encouraged. I hope that, that these Psalms are, are speaking to you. And again, I'd, I'd love to hear from you. I, I offer this almost every week, I think, is just to, to drop me a line or, or reach out and, and message me. But I would love to hear from you. My email is info at DerekCharlesJohnson.com, um, Facebook, Instagram, different places like that. My website, DerekCharlesJohnson.com, you can, you can drop me a line. But I would love to hear from you. And if there's any way I can pray for you, I would love to do that as well. We're going to be looking at one more psalm next time and uh, just finishing off this series. We're already, wow, just uh, through this month of June, basically. And, uh, you know, then we'll we'll pivot and go in a different direction. But I've, I've really enjoyed this once again and, and encourage you look at other psalms as well and just read through things and and if you have a bible that you you don't mind marking up and underlying things and 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 writing in the margins whatever i would encourage you to do that i would encourage you that's that's a lot of what i do with these passages is just kind of uh fleshing out like what what the lord i believe is speaking at least to me through through these as i read them and uh i hope that you can do that as well it's it's a very simple thing it's not um something that you should be intimidated by as, at all or um you know that that you can open god's word and just say lord speak to me through this and he's going to answer that prayer going to leave you with our theme verse from Ephesians 5 it's 15 verses 15 through 17 be very careful then how you live not as unwise but as wise making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil therefore do not be foolish but understand what the lord's will is guys god bless you have a great day hey guys this is Derek Charles Johnson you have been listening to the as bold as lines podcast I am a blogger, a songwriter, an artist, and if you've been encouraged by this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe and share, and head over to DerekCharlesJohnson.com for more encouraging content. God bless.